Welcome back to Range Anxiety. I'm your host, Martin Donnan, giving you 30 years of automotive experience in 30 minutes. And since my microphone recently has had COVID, I've decided to change pod booth. And you can hear it's very, very noisy. We're an unsealed bitumen and we're coming to you live from inside an MY19 GTR. So if any car's gonna clunk, groan, make noise and just generally be an ass hat on a loose bitumen surface, it's an R35 GDR. And in fact, while we're recording this today, you'll probably even hear it eating its own transmission. Now, something a little bit different today, we're actually gonna go straight past feedback because it's only 24 hours since I recorded the last episode. And if you are listening to this, I've decided that the quality from inside the GDR is good enough to actually broadcast. If you're not hearing this, well then you're simply not hearing it. Um, we're on our way today. Oh, look out, here comes a GDR. Yep, fourth gear's still alive, that's great. Um, no clutch slip, no check engine lights. No, no, okay, actually you heard another voice then. Joining me as the driver, I don't record and drive, is a, a gentleman. No, actually, he's not a gentleman. He's a bloke that I know. He's been, I've known him for about 15 years and he's worked with me for 15 years. So he has some pretty shit stories to tell about me. Don't worry about that. But his name's Gareth Norton. Um, he sort of came on board as a customer right back in the day, displayed a lot of ineptitude, really liked me blowing his shit up uh, and just went for the job. So, I mean, you know, you got a customer, you blow their shit up and they want to work for you, I reckon that's great. How could you say no? Welcome to the podcast, Gareth. Thank you. He's not one much for speaking. Uh, normally he would have said, piss off, what do you want? But because I'm recording, he he, he didn't want to do that. Um, so he's driving the GDR and where are we off to today, Gareth? Tail and Bend for roll racing. Tail and Bend for roll racing. Now, for those of you that don't know... Roll racing is like motorsport for people that can't drive in cars that can't launch. So it is a pretty stupid sport, but, 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 it's cheap, it's fun, you don't do lots of standing around, and you get to race your mates. So technically, it's a bit of a stupid concept, but to actually go and do it, and I've done it a couple of times, in a Model S Tesla, better known as the toaster. Um, it is actually a lot of fun and it's cheap. And, you know, you make this thing and the crowds will come. And honestly, uh, roll racing, even in this COVID era, is bringing crowds that I've just never seen previously at South Australian motorsport events, other than, say, maybe professional drag meets back in the day. It really is awesome. So, um, without any further ado, we're, we're going to do a few segments today. We're going to do this like 10 minutes in the car on the way there, uh, 10 minutes at the track talking to some people, not just Gareth because he's a man of few words and basically boring as bad shit. Um, he's laughing, that's good. He'll probably resign on Monday and take me to fair work. You know, uh, the king has warned me all about that. Anyway, um, stop laughing. He's probably listening. Um, so... We're going to talk to some people racing at the track and then on the way home, which will be about midnight, again, providing the sound quality's good enough, we're going to dissect 
that evening's events and there will be some stories of oil spread up and down the track hopefully not cars in the wall but hey if they are we'll be talking about it and, and we'll be having a, a bit of a giggle because we're assholes that's what we do um and yeah it, it's going to be a good thing but firstly um i'm going to get gareth to tell a quick story uh, about uh, he he holds the record actually of being the only person that's ever had his mum tell me off for blowing up their car. So Gareth, what actually happened? I can't remember. You know, we, we lost a few LS ones back in the day. What was the car? Uh, twin turbo VX Commodore. Okay, and what was the engine? So just a standard LS one at that stage. And how much boost were you putting in it? Uh, Eighteen pounds. And what sort of fuel was it on? Uh, methanol. Is it any wonder it blew up? So, how fast did that thing go? Uh, 9.9 at 145. Through what transmission? 4L60E. And in what year? 2005. He'd be good, uh, he'd be good on one of those game shows, wouldn't he? He just, get, he just gets the answers all there. But back in 2005, this redneck was running nines in a, a stock rotating assembly um, LS1 with a 4L60E behind it. That's pretty, I mean, a lot of people can't do that today with all sorts of serious shit under their bonnet. So what What actually blew up? Uh, just melted two pistons. Where? Where at, were you? At Heathcote. At Heathcote. And how did you explain that to your mum? I can't remember now, but I know you're about six beers in, so... Six beers in, remember, kids, uh, famous, yeah, don't drink and tune. Uh, there's a movie, a Schwarzenegger movie, where his wife throws a cake at him and misses him, and he says, don't drink and bake. But I, I will say, don't drink and tune. I wasn't driving, so that's fine, but it went fast. We smashed nines out of this thing, and then we smashed the engine. Um, and uh, his mum dropped him off at work about a week later or something, and she goes you got to stop blowing up my son's engine. And I sort of thought about it, smiled, waved, and then thought, why? It was good fun. Um, and then he built something serious and went slower. But, you know, and then lost interest in it and sold it to someone else who was going to go faster who went slower. So, you know, that was the peak of that car when it was stock. So I'm going to sign off from this segment now. We'll get some more insight from Gareth when we're at the track. I'm going to sign out um, and just have a listen back to see if it's even worth continuing with this cast. I think stuff it. My audio is pretty shit anyway. Uh, I think we'll roll with this. So stay tuned and I'll come to you live from the Bend Motorsport Park, probably the best motorsport facility. I'm going out on a limb here, best in Australia by miles, one of the best in the world. We're very lucky to have it. So, And listen to the GDR. Yeah, I think the uh, front diff just fractured on it, just driving along. That's normal. Um, we'll come to you live from the track very shortly, so stay tuned. All right, so we're at the track now. We're at the band. We're standing around, which is normally what happens at uh, motor race meets. But you get to talk to some interesting people and come across some interesting people. And I'm standing here with none other than gorgeous George Spartalis. He goes by many names, but some of you might remember him from the Drift Australia days. As gorgeous George. George, how you going, mate? Yeah, not bad, mate. What brings you out to the roll racing? I've come to see Martin, see what he can do with his car. Uh, Martin's What car not, are you driving? I'm not driving a car, Why George, not? Because I was kicked out for um, beating too many R34s that were too scared to race me last time. No, that, that was a mechanical fault. Yep. Okay, so what are you hoping for tonight? You brought the kids along, a bit of a yeah. family, a 
Nah, you? yeah, I'll, I'll come out next time. I'll bring out my thing and see what we can do. What sort of thing have you got? What oh, is it? Just a, just a V8 R34. Just a V8 R34 that Shoot. makes about... I don't know, probably... It'll be probably over 800 kilowatt of the wheels. Should be all right. So it should be all right. It'll be probably over 800 kilowatts of the wheels. Some of you... Uh, that have been following sort of George's GD Auto Sound progress over the years might remember the car. It was red at one stage, wasn't it? Yep. With the twin turbo LS and now it's white. Yep. How many cubes? Uh, it's a 6.9 litre. It's running a GDX uh, 47, which is yep. rated at 1950 horsepower. So I'm, I'm hanging to get it running and finished and we're pretty close. Um, is it going to kick ass? Vre? Of course it will. Yeah. Of course it will. Uh, you got any special plates on it, like Muller? Yeah, Muller, yeah. Muller what? Uh, it was available, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody else would have bought it, but, you know, <laughs> someone we know, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, George is just looking tonight, but he will be out racing, so let's go and see if we can find some actual races. I'm here with the Powertech tuning team tonight. They've got four cars here. What are the cars? We've got John's billet uh, R35 GDR, which won the last event. Makes about a thousand horsepower at the wheels, just a nice tight street combo. We've got his brother Danny's R8 V10, which is about an 18 model. Sportline thing, awesome thing. Not turbocharged yet, but will be next time it comes here. We've got a 50th anniversary Bayside Blue R35 GDR, and we've got a Corvette C7. Just, you know, if there's just not enough uh, things, you know, we just keep bringing them. What's your favorite car here so far, George? Well, I always go for the winners. So I think we'll just go with the billet 35. I think it'll probably get chopped by a couple of barrows oh, tonight. You yeah, I think, yeah, what do you Maybe reckon? An RX3? Maybe an RX3. What do you reckon, Seabass? Seabass, what do you reckon? What do you think? Say something. It's a bullfarmer! Yes, well there you go. The apple, the apple never falls far from the tree. Alright, let's go find let's go from oh very nice. Let's go find some more races. Okay, I told you I'd find uh, I'd find a racer, and I found one. I found, and this isn't a setup. Yes, John Munro is in business with me, but he's worth talking to because he won the last one of these roll racing things. Did you or did you not win last time, John? Yes, back in March. Yes, back in March before the lockdown. Okay, so there's a, there's a few cars out here of yours tonight. Tell me about the one that you're going to win it with. What is it? Well, I'm going to have a go. The uh, gold R35 GDR, 15 model, 45th anniversary edition. Stock. Just a cam and carb. Light, cam and carb, cam and carb. Light tune. Okay, so you won it last time you know, in, a, in a race with a barely dedicated drag car. What's kind of your procedure when, when you're out there at this rolling start? What sort of speed are you doing? Uh, we're rolling about 50. It depends on the other car. Sometimes they go a bit faster, sometimes a bit slower. Try and match. Yeah. And then as soon as they see them even, the light goes green and... Uh, off we go. And what do you mean off we go? What do you do? Just mash the thing? Hold it flat and steer at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens if you don't brake or steer at the end? Ah, oh, well, there's uh, cones and then there's a long straight there to slow down. Okay, so you'd, you'd probably like to take the long straight because plenty, you do like the Plenty of room. There's plenty of room, but we just brake and take the corner. Okay, so you're only going to drive the, the big car, your big GDR, towards the end, obviously. What are you going to drive before that? Oh, I'm going to bring the Corvette Z06 out for a couple of goes in practice. What model just, Corvette is it? Uh, it's a C Remember, we got no camera here. C7, 2015, Z06. Is it all right or is it a bit weak? Yeah, it's nice. It's a 6.2 supercharged V8. It's got 440 at the wheels. LT4, Basically isn't it? stock, yeah. yeah, LT4 stock. How many gears has it got, got, mate? Seven speed manual. Who tuned it? 
You did. Well, there you go. Light tune. Light tune, very mild tune. Well, we want chain. to pump it up, put some headers and do some extra work to it later when we get round to it. Right, so you're only going to drive the two out of the four cars that you Yeah, and Daniel will drive these other two blue ones. Yeah, okay. Um, one of them is got twin turbos and one of them, the R8 Audi V10, is about to have twin turbos. So this is just uh, see how much it can get beaten by this time. Turbos and are in the mail. Turbos are in the mail. Yeah. So yeah, turbos are in the air. So that's a good thing. All right, John, thanks for the chat. No I'll go find someone else. Have fun. So, okay, I found the more sensible of the Munro brothers and owner of Powertech Tuning here in Adelaide. I found Daniel Munro, and he's racing his R8 uh, before V10 R8, it is before turbochargers. It's about to be turbocharged, as John said. They're in the mail or in the air or on the water, whatever. Tonight it's normally aspirated, and he's also running the 50th anniversary Bayside Blue R35. Good thing about Daniel is a bit of a racer, so he can actually, rather than say, hey Daniel, how do you drive this thing? I just mash the throttle. He's actually going to explain to me, what is your technique to win these races? <laughs> okay, so when you start off, you've got X amount of metres before they, before they give you the green light, and it's important to match your speed with the car that you're racing with. If the gent that you're with takes off a bit fast, you have to accelerate and then stay at his speed and then match it. Now, they won't give you the green light until you're both in the same speed, so if somebody overlaps and goes a bit faster, there can be a bit of a, bit of a um, what do you call it, fast and furious, going forwards and backwards a bit, but then once you match, then you go, then you put your foot flat. So it's tricky, particularly with turbo cars, to try and get your um, boost up, but that's all part of the challenge. Mate, this was supposed to be a fun podcast. This is really scientific and technical. In fact, when I, when I did it, I again raced one of the Munro cars. It was a Tesla Model S. That had no gears, nothing. So you just actually waited till green and put your foot flat. So that, that really was a nice, easy thing to drive. But um, the Audi, you'll leave in automatic? Yes, I think I will. I mean, compared to the WRX, the last one that we had here, which has got 500 kilowatts, that was, that was not very good at all because it's got such a huge turbo on it. It was very difficult to get the boost up, particularly when you're trying to match speed with the car next to you. But this will just be point and shoot, much like the GDRs. Well, there you have it. We'll be watching uh, Daniel with some interest tonight. And if he blows anything up, we'll tell him off at work on Monday. But that's not likely to happen because he's driving, again, the sensible version cars, not the stuff that John likes driving. Okay, so we'll go and we'll try and find someone else to talk to. Thank you very much, Daniel. Okay, I found another racer, and again, he's a mate of mine, and his name's Henry Beasley, quite well known in South Australian amateur motor racing circles. He's a great hill climber, and he's now giving me the Leslie Chow sort of hand signal. <laughs> I can't actually say it because this is family content and non-explicit. Toodaloo, get me. Anyway, um, Henry tonight has bought his, what, it, what actually is it? It's a W204? Yeah, C63. It's 6.2 litre, and we just had Martin put uh, the Wise Tech supercharging kit on it. Oh, hang on. We got attention in the paddock. Is that your Holden Colorado? Unfortunately not. Oh, please move your Colorado. Look at this. It's just ruining my wonderful podcast. So, anyway, when they shut up about this in a minute, we'll um, get on to something really cool. Okay, he's going to move the vehicle. So, it's got a Wise Tech stage, what is it? Stage one, I think. Or stage two, I reckon we put on that. What sort of grunt does it make? For memory, just around the 400 kilowatt mark at the tyres. So. Yeah, and um, it's done how many k's? 40,000. Yeah, it's done 40. It's done more than that. It's done 70 or 80,000, Henry. Yeah, it's a, shows how much I drive it. <laughs> and so what will probably happen is that it will probably eat the motor out there tonight. I 
Oh, hopefully not if it's tuned correctly. Oh, now that's tough. We do happen to use the off-the-shelf WiseTech tune. It is not, well, if it works and it does really well, I custom tuned it. If it, something goes wrong with it, it was the off-the-shelf tune. So, you know, um, this was just something for you to do on a Saturday night. Yeah, just a bit of fun driving around. On you know, it's just such a good, you know, don't drink, don't drink, don't smoke, no. don't really swear. No. Um, saving yourself for when you're married, <laughs> all of that kind yeah, of crap. Absolutely. Yeah, so, oh, okay, look, I'm going to go and find another driver because these guys are just talking over the top of me in the background. So we'll find someone else. Thanks, Henry. No problem. Thanks, Martin. Okay, so we're standing out on pit wall. Let's have a listen to what this sounds like. Did you hear that? That's a piston engine, a turbocharged one. That there is the sound of unreliability and lack of speed. Yes, I like electric cars, but it's actually quite good. Here comes something else quite noisy. Oh, now that was a Datsun 1600 with a rotor in it. If it ain't a rotor, it ain't a motor. He'll be busy with the uh, Apex seals and Vaseline putting a new one together before next weekend. Very tough Sigma, if there is such a thing. Very light too, mainly made of body filler by the look of it. And a beautiful RX3. So yeah, look, there's some interesting cars out here. Don't be a negative Nelly, it is quite fun and it's got all of the smells, you know, all of that race gas. Uh, how are we going so far? Not too bad. Um, there's a, a VYHSV getting chopped by an R32 GDST by the look of it. Very interesting matchup. But yeah, look, this is all a bit of fun and sounds really cool and smells really cool. Oh, dinner's on. That will uh, that will interest Gareth. Gareth, what do you think about the dinner option? It was delicious. See? There you go. All right. Well, that actually didn't sound too good. We'll put together our thoughts on this and come back to you later on. But so far, pretty exciting, pretty good fun. You know... What would you rather be doing on a Saturday night? Well, I could think of a few other things, but we'll check back in later. Thank you. So here we are back in the uh, R35 GDR again. Roll racing is over. Finished for another event. That's number three done for Adelaide. And this segment is brought to you by unbearably loud cars with unbearably loud tires on very poor road surfaces. So. Maybe it's just because I'm old, grumpy, and have a headache from listening to all of the unreliable V8s and things running all night out there, or maybe not. Night didn't go particularly well for us. The curse of a split intercooler hose ended it quite prematurely in round one of the finals uh, for the R35 GDR. That's motor racing, that happens, you know. Um, if you've been doing it as long as I've been doing it, you don't get particularly disappointed. You're just happy at any opportunity you get to go home early from the track. Uh, you know, it's better, that obviously, the longer you stay, you probably win some stuff. But, yeah, you know, you got to be pragmatic about this sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was a fun night. I actually did uh, an escape act during the actual very final run, and there was... It was actually pretty, pretty cool, actually, because there was some big blown, oh, sorry, no, it was a big, normally aspirated HQ two-door uh, Monaro drag car running up against, what was it, Gareth? Um, little bloody uh, RX, no, what was 
Capella or some. It was, it was a little rotor, and it was it was making all of the right noises, and it would be fantastic to see Felix, Doctor Felix Wankel's finest uh, win a roll racing event, because normally these things are just dominated by GDRs. In fact, we did watch his little blue rotor whip a very nicely. Uh, prepared Harlequin R34 GDR with a paddle shifted sequential billet block, all of that sort of fruit under the bonnet it was pretty cool to see this little rotor stick it to it and it was probably quite fortunate that Mr Munro's gold R35 had, had retired with the split hose by them so I reckon the rotary might have given that a bit of a touch up tune as well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll never know, maybe next time so more with the really, I think I think a couple of things about tonight's meeting stand out in my mind. One was uh, a middle-aged lady, or woman we'll call her, that was there that that suggested that the blue R35 we were driving should have an NRNR sticker on it. Now, some of you will know what that means. Uh, yeah, I know what it means, and yeah, it, it's, it was classy stuff. I mean, you know, tail and bend brings out the best in everyone um gareth you you spotted what was your favorite car of the evening was a toss-up between a nice little 808 or a blue r34 gtt for number plate squirtle yeah so gareth points out to me he goes check this r34 gtt out it was a gtt it wasn't a gdr like and, and i'm looking at it and it's got the number plate squirtle and i'm thinking and I looked at him and I thought, is this, is this, I don't, I don't even want to bring it up on a public family orientated uh, cast, what, what, I, what was going through my head, but it was, it was, you know, sort of like something you'd be talking about on the Joe Rogan sort of experience, not range anxiety. And then Gareth, he's a bit of a gamer, um, and was very big into Pokemon Go, weren't you Gareth? No. Right, he uh, showed me a picture on his uh, on his uh, phone of what is it a Squirtle or is it a it's, a? it's a Pokemon called Squirtle. Okay, so that's its name, not its breed. And it's blue. It's the blue. It's blue. It was the same color as this car, right? So, yeah. So the the blue Squirtle. I mean, yeah, great crazy shit. And if you if Japanese, there you go. It, well, sorry, it's what Japanese? Japanese. What's Japanese? Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, well... Isn't that crazy? Yeah, right, okay, yeah, I know Pokemon actually pocket monsters. Yeah, that's what it stands for, but, I mean, you know, I'm not nine, I'm, I'm really not going to go into this shit. Um, but in all the excitement of Gareth seeing his favourite Squirtle, uh, he forgot one of the more attractive cars out there, and one that really caught my eye, was a very, very nice-looking... What model Magna Wagon was it? TJ, I think. TJ, and what kind of drive line would be in the TJ? Nice 3.5 litre quad cam. Quad cam or single over camper bank? No, quad cam, aren't they? Single over camper bank, aren't they? Okay, readers or listeners, you're not readers, I don't, I'm not a writer anymore. Can you please email me your feedback at dtech, D-T-E-C-H, at senet.com.au and let us know whether the Magna V6 in the TJ... 
TJ. Well, no, a Jeep's a TJ. TJ Wrangler. Yeah, TJ or a TJ? Oh, TJ or something. Okay. Whether I'm saying they're single overhead camper bank. Gareth's confusing them with an alloy tech. Even though he has owned one, it obviously means that you never pop the bonnet. Well, why would you? Well, that's right. And I do know the rear bank is jammed into the firewall, and from the factory, they had three platinum plugs in the back of them yep. and three normal copper plugs in the front of them. Cost saving, that's smart. Cost saving, that, that, that was, that's why the magnet is probably the pinnacle of Australian automotive engineering and why they're so highly sought after by collectors and enthusiasts alike today. No, they're not. They're shit. However, in some of the more struggling socio-economic regions of the country, uh, you will find that the magnet outlasts all. Uh, all of the Commodores and Falcons just die and fall apart and, and literally crap themselves. And the Maggies power on strong and and you know that makes them an obvious and logical choice for someone that's you know serious about motoring without all of the you know not wanting to look as flash as a rat with a gold tooth like you would in a commie you just get along in your maggie and have you noticed what we've done here listeners we've actually turned the conversation away from roll racing into something far more interesting Australian car culture and the rise of the Magna. Now, I think I'm getting tired now and obviously delirious. I think we're going to sign out now for the evening. Um, I did promise you Tuna Wars too, and that that will come and it will come on, on a weekend time slot as per normal. It's just that I got so excited about going roll racing that I couldn't help but improvise and bring you this. And it's great because I'm away from the COVID 5G towers uh, of my normal pod studio, we're not getting any of this crappy interference. You can just hear a Nissan R35 sort of disintegrating underneath us as we're driving along. But that's normal. So until then, thank you for listening to Range Anxiety and tune in for the next show very soon.